afternoon welcome to the mel and floyd summer replacement show i'm mel floyd is on assignment but with us as always the man who knows everything mr smarty pants notice i always lead with my creaky chair knows <laughs> <laughs> everything except how to use wd-40 yeah i just kind of like i as, as, what's usually happening at the beginning of the show is i'm leaning over to just turn up the volume You're just right. enough adjust it to know. hear it right yeah, yeah. i don't want to i turn it down because James can be a little bit overbearing right, sometimes, right. so yeah. I just got no, to... it's, I get it. It's... <laughs> so, so the first thing you hear of me is a creak. <laughs> oh, well. Just your knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, don't even joke about that. <laughs> I, I've been, uh, I've been having a lot of trouble recently with uh, motion uh, problems. You know, like not carpal tunnel, but I, I get it in my shoulders and my back yeah. from typing a lot, typing yeah. a lot, and uh, and that comes up. And so I thought, well, you know, I'm going to do more stuff in longhand. And now my thumb is like oh, wacky. <laughs> it's like there's no rest for the agent. You know? it's like, everything's wearing out. Everything's. I feel like an old sweater that you know you're, yeah. you're still putting it on, but you can kind of see through it, you know, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Big holes under the arms, you know. Threads, threads hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Loose threads. Yeah. Cats playing with. Yeah, some stain on there that hasn't been able to come out for 15 years. You know? <laughs> That's me right now. Uh, anyway, remember on the the Jetsons, it was a it was a joke that George Jetson would go to work and push a button all day. Oh yeah, and he'd come home tired. Yeah, that's we're all George Jetson. <laughs> yeah, now. I know because we literally we really are yeah, tired yeah. when we come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> I, I I I have terrible posture when I'm at the keyboard. I yeah. just I need to. That's that's the, that's number one thing. So I'm gonna have to try to work on that more. But it didn't used to be a problem. I just like hunch over and clack away and yeah. not even think about it and now of course like everything else you have to have to think about it so <laughs> <laughs> I get into it. Oh. so how you doing yeah, i'm pretty good pretty yeah good. good you have a little guest today yeah i brought clopsy in with me today that's great I needed a little little fuzzy blanket here oh so yeah okay so. very good yeah. I don't know. He's he's okay in my lap. He gets a little nervous in the station. I realized today he thinks because I, I brought him in and I, I went and went and used the restroom and I you know he gets ner- he's real nervous so I had to bring him in with me and we're sitting in this little room yeah. and and he had he got nervous and I realized he thinks he's at the vet <laughs> you know because it's like the little waiting room at the vet. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> so. It's although, funny with although it probably smells better here. Or, yeah, or different. Yeah, I, I have to say, <laughs> I, I I was noticing when he was sitting on your lap earlier. He does get a worried look on his face. Yeah, really he's always, he always has a little worried. He's look a little wary. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with being one-eyed. I guess. Yeah, he's not sure what's coming from the right <laughs> side there. Something's gonna sneak up on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we, we went on we went on a super long walk yesterday about. Probably six miles out in the wow. out in the boonies out by um, well, kind of between um, New Glarus and Monticello on the the, the, the bike trail, yeah, the Sugar River, and uh, so. So how how old is Clopsy? I don't know. He's getting up there. Uh, he's uh, I don't know. He's, His muzzle's getting a little white. He's there. He's pretty white. Yeah, so I don't. know. He's over ten. I'm not sure exactly. But, but he I, but he's he's up for a six mile walk. Oh, he's in he's in really good shape. Yeah, he's he's happy to. He wanted to keep going. He got mad when I turned around. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, we're like three miles from the car. Right? I, I will barely make it. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Well, he can drag you the rest of the way. Yeah, he's pretty strong for a little guy. So. 
So how many breeds did you say that you determined he <laughs> well, might be composed it? of? It was like a dozen or something. <laughs> <laughs> we never had the big unveiling. We, yeah. well, we haven't had our, our art show yet. We'll do oh, that. yeah, that's we'll, right. Yeah. We'll have to do that. So we'll should, do. We should put those images up at Mother Fools or something. After, yeah, you know? exactly. That's everybody, what I was thinking. Everybody come in. And yeah, after Christmas, let's let's. Oh, yes, I would like to buy a piece of art, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would like the, the, the Clopsy. One, uh, one art, please. <laughs> <laughs> the Clopsy plate. <laughs> I think the, I think the the, the Clopsy as a hero of, of of socialist labor was the best. That Remember was that, that, that was, was, that, was yeah. that was the one that tripped my trigger. Yeah, yeah. And, so. then, and also the one where he's fighting the like Hydra or something <laughs> yeah. on, on, a, on a Greek type plate. I, I was I was really uh, flabbergasted by how imaginative the the fans were coming up with some of those images. <laughs> Little Lord of the Rings. Thing, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was <laughs> like the one eye. Yeah, Clopsy in every possible the scenario. All seeing eye. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, so well, he plucked that eye out to get wisdom, right? Isn't exactly. That, that, like was, that was the deal yep. he made. Yep. Yep. So. yep. And, and here it he didn't is. Work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some limitations apply depending on where you do it. You know. <laughs> One day I took him on the on the bike path. It's in the, uh, this place. Called Fitchburg. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but but it, there's there's a, a, a somewhere f- near Brigadoon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the talking horses. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But uh, the, there's a, the, a a farm right right off the bike trail, really close to it. And okay, it's a, a, and it's a dairy farm. Yeah, and uh, so they have all these cows out in the in the pen, and, okay. and they can come right up, almost right up to the the bike trail. Okay, and. Clopsy had never seen a cow before, oh. so, so I took him to show him the cows, and he was just fascinated. <laughs> and you know how cows are. I mean, there's like okay, so there was there was there were no cows at yeah. the at the railing where we were sure. watching them at first. And then one cow kind of wandered over. Yeah. And then the second cow came over, yeah. and then all of a sudden there were like 40 cows. Yeah, they, they saunter, but they, yeah. they saunter as a group. Yeah, it's like, hey, what's going on over here? <laughs> What's Elsie looking at over yeah. here? <laughs> so that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> Can you tell I don't want to talk about like the news or anything? This well, week? I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I just sent out a, a holiday card to a friend today, and it, I tried to find the perfect card for this friend as a, you know, old and valued friend, and I, I finally found a card with. Pictures of lots of bottles of different kinds of alcohol on the cover, and get ready for 2024. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't wish anybody a happy new year. I no. mean, that's not going to happen. No. So you know, hold your breath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hold your nose. Yeah, <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Democracy's last stand. Apparently. Oh man, alive! <laughs> but you know, he he's just going to be a dictator for one day. Yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need. It's like yeah. you know. It's, I think he meant from day one. <laughs> well, that's how I. That's how actually. That's how I read it when, yeah, when yeah, I yeah. first read it, and, yeah. then I, and then it's like, oh, he really is doing this little. It's it's like he's a child sometimes. Like I'll just do that for one day, you know. And then I, then I'll then I won't do it anymore. Well, his whole his whole <clears throat> method of of creating words with his word hole is to not you don't know whether any kind of like. Is this an actual assertion, or is this something that is this a bubble that popped in his head? Or yeah. I mean, it, he and he wants you to think that because then he, then all of his all of his acolytes can say, oh, he was just joking around yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That's how he he puts it out there, see what right. he gets. Sure. Pro, it's a lot of provocation, yeah. a lot of 
a lot of crazy. It's like when he was when he was in office, he he, jo- he quote joked a lot of yeah. times about being able to run for a third term. Yeah, like, and I, then, I should be able to do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, or yeah, and then and then it's never unfair to me. What well, do you remember that whole period of time where he was saying I I didn't really lose, and people were saying oh he's just saying that because he's you know he's he's got a lot of you know self love and he doesn't want to admit these things sure. and that's all it is you know just. You know, give the baby its bottle. And then, of course, it was totally 100% exactly what he was trying to get everybody to believe. Yeah, so, yeah, And yeah. a significant subset of the population actually believed that. So, yeah, so. so here we are. Well, even even after four years in office, I mean, I was I was still caught off guard with the, you know, the election denial stuff. Because yeah. after after the, the election, during the lame duck period, yeah. he was... He was shuffling people in and out of yeah, off, different yeah. offices, like you know the the attorney general, right. and different generals, and things yeah. like that. And I thought, well, well, that is stupid. Nobody does that. You know, you're a lame duck. They just yeah. let it go. But he was obviously trying to, you know, right. find the, find the people that would go along with his stuff. Right. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, but you know, his stuff. <laughs> his stuff. Well, that's, that's all we can say on the radio. That's, uh, that's one of those words on the on the wall here. That we can't, yeah, say. That we can't <laughs> say. It's the number one word actually that you can't say. You look at the list over there. So the F word is number two, interestingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> Eight to 20 that, the S one should be number two. I would think. <laughs> yeah, it would make total sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, the Biden administration, uh, they uh, said this week that uh, they want Israel to end its large-scale ground and air campaign within weeks. And uh, this is uh, from Jake Sullivan who is President Biden's national security advisor. He met with Israeli uh, leaders uh, just yesterday about the direction of the war. And he said he didn't specify a timetable, but uh, several U.S. officials have uh, said that uh, four now uh, in total have uh, have indicated they, that uh, the president wants Israel to switch to what they described as more precise tactics in about three weeks. That's a low bar as far as I'm concerned, but yes. A newly filed report by the Food and Drug Administration describes an incident in a Wisconsin hospital. Now, um, this is kind of a vague report. It doesn't say which hospital or anything, but it was in Wisconsin. Yeah. A woman was shot in the buttocks after bringing a gun into a room with an MRI machine. According what? To the, <laughs> <according> <laughs> You know, those, you, is this? I, I swear to goodness, Wisconsin is becoming more like Kentucky all the oh, time. I know. I know. <laughs> like, really? That sounds like something we'd hear down in Inez. All right, the, I'm going to get my MRI, but I need my gun. I need my gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring that everywhere I go. You know, the, the the big machine that's essentially a giant magnet where they, yeah. they tell you not to have any metal at right. all. Yeah. And, but uh, it's a gun. It's a gun. It's not metal. My God given right. It <laughs> says so right there in the New Testament. Yeah, in the second second uh, commandment. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so according to the FDA, the fifty seven year old woman brought the concealed handgun into the room. Yeah. The gun was attracted to the magnet of the MRI and fired a single round which hit her in the right butt. Buttocks. The injury was small and superficial, and oh, she needs a bigger gun then. So she was healing well shortly afterwards. She had been through a screening. <laughs> she had been through a screening. I like your commentary. It's like, well, what kind of gun is that? It's got no stopping <laughs> <Yeah>. power. <laughs> 
Because you got these caravans of immigrants swarming. Oh, I heard Wisconsin, about that. Wisconsin, you know, yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. gotta stand your ground. But uh, she'd been through a screening process in which she was asked if she had any objects containing iron, and the woman answered no to all the questions. Uh, it's, it's lead, you know. <laughs> it happened in June, but was recently just reported to the FDA. So I, I don't know why that didn't get reported like to local law enforcement or something. Yeah, we want these stories right away. <laughs> we don't want to wait around for a few months. This the is idea. the Mellon Floyd, you know, this is the rich trove of Mellon Floyd information here. I, I just love the idea of taking a gun into the wow. MRI. Wow. I don't, I, you know, it doesn't say if, if they were a patient or if they just walked in. Well, she must, they must have been a patient because yeah. they went through a screening process. Yeah. And, uh, but, but normally, well... No, I, I guess you. they don't always put you in a gown or anything. So. It's like when you go in for a medical appointment and they have right on there, are you depressed? Do you have any drugs? Do you have a gun in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> standard. Now, obviously, the intake person wasn't doing a very good job. <laughs> I just hope they were sitting inside the M- the, the MRI tube, yeah. tube when it went off. Just yeah. To, oh, wow. You know, I mean, those things are loud enough. You ever had an MRI? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 About 15 years ago, my back was really screwed up. And, oh, okay. And, uh, but, of, but of course, the, 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 the health insurance company didn't believe me. <laughs> That's their job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, pay, they pay lawyers thousands of dollars oh, for I know. That, <laughs> to not believe you. And I had to fight like hell. I mean, I was in horrible, horrible pain. Yeah, and, you're uh, making it up. And, uh, <laughs> and, and they said, well, we'll give you some opioids. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I don't want those. <laughs> yeah. I want, want my back yeah. fixed. <laughs> and uh, no, I, had to, I, I luckily, I, I, like a lot of these things, you had to find a champion. Yeah. And and uh, this one nurse understood what was going on. My doctor was like, "Oh, you're fine." And he was really I really liked him. He was a good doctor, but I got really mad at him. But uh, but anyway, this, so this one nurse yeah. understood what was going on and she fought for me and got me the MRI and then they fixed me. It's like Yeah. I don't know why it took so damn long. Wow. But, uh, so I had an x-ray of my brain when I was a child. Really? I got pulled down the back steps. The dog had wrapped its chain. Did they find anything? They wrapped a chain around my leg. Well, that was the whole problem. <laughs> so uh, I knew I was in bad shape because my mother was actually nice to me. So I knew oh, there was yeah. something going on. She, she was worried. But uh, yeah, I got dragged down the steps and I hit my head on the concrete, oh. like oh. on the sidewalk. And so uh, we went Did to the hospital. Did you try hitting you again to, to reverse it? It was like <laughs> yeah, a, a bowling yeah, pin or yeah, something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she was bowling at that point, but at any rate, she could have. Um, no, we went to the there, and the doctor, I remember vividly the doctor saying, we need to, because it was scary, it was a big machine, I'm just like six years old, yeah. and he said, we need to put your head in the x-ray machine to see if you know if it's got any swelling, Yeah. and I was a little hesitant, but I remember vividly asking him, because uh, I was kind of excited, I thought, ooh, they're going to take a picture of the inside of my head, Yeah. and so I was yeah, like, you would well, like that as can, well, yeah, yeah, of course, and I was like, can I have the picture when you're done, Yeah. and uh, he said, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and being a doctor, of course, he was lying, <laughs> so, <laughs> he was lying, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to get the kid in the machine, you know, I don't care. <laughs> probably got some stinking lollipop or something, <laughs> it's like, I want a picture of my brain, <laughs> <laughs> I was very upset about. Well, not super upset. I was moderately upset about. It, I remember. Well, yeah. Like, when do I get that picture of the brain? When right. do I get a picture yeah. of my brain? Yeah. yeah. No, okay. never happened. <laughs> when I was a kid, we went. We had a pediatrician, Doctor Kostoff, and I remember my mother saying, "This is so. This is so bizarre." 
Dr. Kostoff would sometimes ask us for urine samples, sure. you know, because we're little kids and, you know, who knows, you get all kinds of diseases. Yeah. And so I remember one time giving a urine sample and asking my mother, what does <laughs> Dr. Kostoff oh, no. do with this? And she said... He drinks it. <laughs> she said he takes a big, one of those big red and white striped straws and he sticks it in there. He just drinks it. Crazy straw. <laughs> yeah. And my sister and I were just like looking at him like, oh my God. <laughs> so, parents, you can really screw your kids up. You probably know that already. Oh, but yeah. Let's have the fun of yeah, being a parent. Yeah, just make stuff up, you yeah. know, just whatever. <laughs> Took me years to realize that was not what was going on, but anyway. Oh. Uh. The Satanic Temple, uh, Iowa's display at the Iowa Capitol, yeah, has sparked outrage. Oh yeah, it, you know, it kind of looks like a goat, and you know, the whole it's whole adorable, thing. <laughs> <laughs> cute little goat. Who's yeah. that? that? Oh, there's some children associated with the goat. I think so. If it's the yeah. same one, I think yeah. this is actually a different. It's a Baphomet one. or something. Yeah, yeah. Baphomet. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but it was vandalized uh, yesterday. The display features a statue of Baphomet, yeah. a goat-headed figure often used to represent Satan. The display also features seven tenants upheld by this satanic temple. Oh, what are those? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh, uh, but I'm curious. Probably. I don't know. I'll have to look them up. The display is set to remain. Obviously, one is giving Christians a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was only scheduled to be up until uh, Saturday, according to the Department of Administration. And uh, but uh, a 35-year-old guy from Mississippi, there's a surprise, was charged with fourth-degree criminal mischief following an investigation. Oh, I love criminal mischief. And consultation with the Polk County Attorney's Office, and uh, yeah, so he he messed up the the display. Oh, it says it was destroyed beyond repair. But uh, the Satanic Temple says they're proud to continue our, their holiday tradition for the next few days that, that we have allotted. We ask that for safety, visitors travel together and use the seven tenants as a reminder for empathy and the knowledge that justice is being pursued the correct way through legal means. Mm. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I, think he got, I think he got a, a really a reduced charge because the the judge was was um kind of friendly you know sympathetic sympathetic yeah. toward the yeah. uh, you know the, the the christian faith as opposed to the satanic faith so. i think the thing is obviously it's it's i don't think it's real i mean it's it's a it's a put on to some right, extent right yeah. because they're just trying to illustrate the fact that and and, and this guy from mississippi proved it 100 percent that some people are not happy with the fact that other people are shoving their religion down their throat, you know. And he was apparently not happy about it either. So, but you know, it all depends on goose who's, and gander. Yeah, who, whose goat is being gored here? Yeah. You know. <laughs> hey, I love this story. This is out of uh, uh, from the European Union. Uh, following months of political wrangling, uh, just Tuesday of this week, the European Union began a lengthy process uh, to deliver on a pledge that it had made. And uh, the pledge is rather interesting. It's uh, They're going to take the frozen Russian central bank assets that they have in Europe, and they're going to use it for helping Ukraine. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yep. nice. Yep. This was the European Commission. That's the, uh, the European Union's executive arm. And uh, they, they agreed on a proposal. Um, 
to find a, a way legally to use this interest mm-hmm. uh, and uh, earn from 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 uh, uh, the the Russians' uh, money, basically, and other profits, uh, which are held in European financial institutions. Um, they did. They haven't uh, disclosed. The commission has not disclosed uh, its contents, like how how much is is in there. They don't want to. They want, don't want to say too much about it. But uh, they're hoping to provide Ukraine with about two billion euros a year. Really? And that's about. Wow. Uh, that's a lot of interest. That's yeah. That's that's a lot of interest. But it's been sitting in there for a while, so that's part of it. Um, that's of course Russian incursion into Ukraine's been going on for over a year now. So uh, Tusi's proposal still has to, a way to go before it can be implemented. It has to be approved by the European Parliament. And, uh, of course, the usual suspects, like Hungary, for example, has been uh, yeah, Hungary's making, trying to making block noises it. about it. They did, but so, yeah. Hungary, which is the... The, the the model for yeah <laughs> yeah well a, a country that looks like it still has a democratic system but actually de facto does not that's where they held the the last CPAC convention <laughs> of course they did <laughs> was the new UK or pardon me UK U, UW a professor of uh, conservative thought there <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's where they're gonna look for him. Did you? I, I was amazed by that. I was like, Professor, I mean, that, that's what the business school is for, right? Yeah. I mean, let's find one tiny spot in America. I mean, there's these huge fake institutes all over the entire country right. where, you know, billionaires spend millions and millions of dollars to come up with quote unquote scholars yeah. whose main duties, like that Rufo guy and some others, is just basically to, to provoke, yeah. you know, and that's all they do. They're not, they're, they're, it's, a, it's the kind, same kind of insidious, parasitic quote-unquote scholarship that the creation institutes have and so on. There's nothing original happening there. But, I mean, there's a reason why higher ed doesn't have a lot of yeah. right-wingers. It's because you don't get paid a lot of money, really, to do that. I mean... <laughs> well, it's fact and you, and you can't, yeah. like, give people a bad time and all the time <laughs> and stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of rules and things, you know. I don't know. Let's <laughs> deal with facts and information and, uh, yeah. you know, proving things yeah and, you know can't just pull stuff out of your out of your butt yeah you know yeah. like you're getting an mri well, i mean some people anything. do but i mean that's well, not yeah. the goal well, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying it's <laughs> perfect i mean that's why these that's why these various institutes and academies and things grew up starting in the 1970s is because they had to have some place where people with degrees could uh, know what they were going to say before they even said it right i mean that's the whole point mm-hmm. so Plus, the billionaires own everything, you know. Right and, and now, yeah. they own the, you know, all the politicians, own the supreme, all the the Supreme Court. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Trump gave a speech this week, and he didn't realize he was being recorded, of course, or he's just, you know, too spacey to even care. But, uh, but he he was talking to his audience, and he said, "You're all rich. You're all really rich." Because it must have been like a big. He was in a, I think he was in a tuxedo or something. So probably one of these ten thousand dollar plate dinners or. $50,000 plate dinners. So he knew everybody out there had some money and he said, you're rich and we're going to cut your, I'm going to cut your taxes when I get back in office. Of course he is. And uh, then everybody goes, yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a dictator too. Uh, what was that you yeah, said whatever, about taxes? Yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I got enough money I don't have to worry about whether he's a dictator. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but just for one day. But he's not going to tell you which day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll surprise you. <laughs> yeah. Today is the day I'm a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> Get a lot. The, uh, the, the only thing that I can really, he's so unfocused and lazy. That's the only thing yeah. I'm hoping for. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, 
It's like, so what do you want to accomplish? He has nothing. You know, he said, well, I want to build the wall and drill, baby, drill. And it's like, well, you could do that anywhere. We're already the number one fossil fuel producer I know. in the yeah, world. How no. much more drilling do we no, need? We, 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 there's no shortage of, <laughs> yeah, of that, I mean, that stuff. All he's going to do is drive down the price. Yeah. Does, it, does he understand how that works? Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, and he was he was talking about the price of gas, too. He said it's 6 7 $8 a gallon. That's a lie. It's like... I was driving when I when I heard that on the on the radio. I just I was driving. I happened to be driving by a gas station and it said two sixty four. Yeah, it's around. I think nationwide it's around. It's, three it's about and, three something. three and a quarter or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I mean, but, but it's like eight dollars. <laughs> you think with stuff like that that even the the knuckle draggers that are like you know worshiping in a shrine fill up their gas would tanks. be like yeah that they would notice that's false. Yeah. yeah. Thing is, they're filling up like these these giant well, yeah, there's tanks that, that have <laughs> yeah, uh, you know a right. hundred gallons. So they don't say it's it's three dollars a gallon. Yeah. They say it cost me one hundred and fifty dollars to yeah. fill up my car. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, right, exactly, because yeah. it looks like a football field yeah. in the, <laughs> back in the in the in the back of the truck there. But yeah, I uh, uh, this was a few weeks ago. But did you see? Hang on a second. Um, your pal David Brooks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the he, sophist in chief. He tweeted something out. It was all, probably over a month ago now, maybe maybe a couple months, where he was he was at a, an airport, yeah, and uh, and he had uh, a hamburger and fries, and and he was he he tweeted out the the bill, okay, and and it was like I forget like six seventy dollars or something, but uh, he didn't mention that he had like two big tumblers of of whiskey while he was. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he's in an air. But he was saying, this is Biden's America, where a hamburger and fries cost you $70. And, you know, and it's he's at an airport. Well, first, yeah, first of all, you're at an okay, airport. Okay, so let's think about that for a minute. That's the market at work right there, yeah. which is we got you trapped. So we're going to make you pay through yeah, the nose no, like is, the vampires we are. This is capitalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you, figure you that like, one out. You like this, yeah, David. Right. Well, that's the thing about <laughs> but, all but, the. But then he left out the two giant tumblers of, you know, Triple malt scotch or something. That well, that's what got him to got him to the seventy dollars. Yeah, I mean. got him to seventy dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I just kind of like I, this is the the thing about the inflationary bubble that occurred after COVID was everybody thought they all the companies thought they could get away with it. I mean, that's the that's the whole point of yeah. that. A lot of it was they overpriced, knowing that there was going to be no blowback because there was so much pent up demand. Right. And when you get, I mean, and you can blame these it people on, yeah. act like they don't understand how the market works when they understand perfectly how the market works. They just know that other people don't. Yeah. So you got all this pent up demand, and people are going to pay anything. Inelastic demand. This is why healthcare so much. This is why education so much. People just absolutely need those things. So they're not going to say, "Well, no, I won't have my heart transplant." I mean, you know, it's just that's not going to happen, right? Yeah. So. It's like, yeah, inelastic demand means that you can charge whatever the heck you want. That's what the airlines do every single summer. Mm-hmm. And does he not know that? <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. He just doesn't mention that he knows it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's Biden's fault that my my Jameson costs so much at the I, airport. I blame Biden for my, my you know, repetitive motion problems. <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> my twitchy thumb, all Biden, Plus Biden that, all the way. Having COVID, you know, it was a perfect scapegoat. I mean, yeah. you could, and and they've they've done studies on you know the the, the price raises, and um, everybody who's looked at this seriously says, yeah, it was just predatory. Yeah, you know, price gouging. Yeah, you know, and uh, and and the the oil, like the gas prices, are just because nobody was driving because everything was shut down. I mean, right. it's ridiculous. We're you know, Trump people and Trump. They, well, gas was a you know buck eighty seven when I was president. And yeah, I think, well, you, I think Obama said one time that he thought everybody everybody thought that um, 
the president had two levers on his uh, on his desk, like old fashioned, you know, big, uh, big, big like Frankenstein monster yeah. type levers, yeah. and, and one was for gas prices, and one was for the economy, and yeah. it said, you know, high and low, and fast and slow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the Fed was really uh, this this week. The Federal Reserve is basically kind of landing on an outcome that even their own economists did not think was unlikely. They've been able to lower inflation back into a normal range without plunging the economy into recession, which I think goes to show you not that the Fed is so smart, but it actually goes to show you exactly what we were saying, that this this inflationary bubble was to some extent artificial. I mean, things could still go wrong. Inflation's come down. It's about 3.1% on a yearly basis now, and it was about 9% in uh, 2022. Yeah. But, uh, but um, it's not because it, was, it wasn't the kind of inflationary problems that you see in a normally functioning economy. It was a weird disruption moment. Sure. And so, you know, so I don't, I'm not sure they've piloted the ship into shore mm-hmm. so wonderfully as it wasn't that big a deal in the Just first wrote place. wrote it out. Yeah, wrote so. it out. Hey, Clopsy is kind of... Going around the room here. Yeah, I put him. He was in my lap for a while. He gets kind of nervous around yeah. strange situations and people. Yeah. And well, <laughs> I I, I qualify for yeah. that. <laughs> he did like Ruby though. Ruby yeah. Was, well, Ruby. What's not the like? Ruby was holding him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. He's sniffing around. Yep. Yep. Don't do anything. <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> we should up. probably take a break. Are <laughs> <laughs> we gonna play some announcements and uh, come back with? You got anything good? Uh, not really. Yeah, I, I don't either. So. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, more of the same. Um, oh, I've got one holiday story. What would Bob Cratchit be paid today? Ah, excellent. And we're back. Try to find some stories that are a little cheerful because we were getting into a little bit of a, I don't know, I'm feeling that way, thinking about <laughs> thinking about the days to come. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you that uh, one thing that happened this week was uh, there was an antitrust trial out in San Francisco, and uh, it took a little more than three hours for a jury, uh, which began deliberating on Monday, to say that uh, Google was in violation of, uh, of antitrust law. And... Uh, they, they were, there were 11 antitrust claims that Epic Games, this is the maker of uh, Fortnite, had uh, brought against Google's Play Store for Android mobile devices. And uh, the jury found that Google was at fault for all 11 of the claims. Oh. <laughs> this, may, this may trigger something. I mean, it's just, this is a, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty right now for Google. Uh, but this is, a, you know, this is the kind of thing that maybe we're finally going to see, at least until... Uh, until the giant orangeman gets reelected, uh, we're going to see a, maybe a little bit of uh, of, uh, of action in the uh, the antitrust area. Um, the case focused on whether Google unfairly used its clout and billions of dollars to give its search engine an unfair advantage over far less popular competitors, and uh, it turns out that uh, the jury said, "You bet." Hmm. Well, you pointed this out before that uh, you know we're, we're living through like the the new robber baron yeah. era. I mean, the the high tech companies are essentially what yep. the railroads were yep. at one point, or yep. the utility companies. Yep. And, uh, 
Yeah, so we we have to. You think we would learn, right? But we just have to go through the same thing every time. There's a new technology. People say, "Ah, it'll be different this time." Yeah, yeah. it's like it's still people. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody loves the free market when they're you know the uh, the the lonely entrepreneur that's trying to break in, and then once they get in there, and once they get the power, once they get the control, it's monopoly all the way. I mean, that's just the way it's always been and always will be. You start your business in a garage, then you get big enough to to blow up everybody else's garage. Exactly. So what do people not get about that? It's just like it's how it happens every single time. It's just human nature, people. In a related story, uh, regulators say that Starbucks illegally closed 23 locations. This was on Wednesday. Federal labor regulators accused Starbucks of illegally closing 23 stores to suppress labor organizing activities. Uh, a complaint was issued by a regional office of the National Labor Relations Board and said that uh, Starbucks had closed the stores because employees engaged in union activities. Uh, or or they looked like they might. The horror. So the horror. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to, to, to basically stop them from doing that. Um, the complaint from the, uh, the, the, the office of the NLRB uh, is proof, says uh, Mary Cosgrove. She's a Starbucks employee who is uh, working with something called Workers United. She said this complaint is the latest confirmation of Starbucks' determination to illegally oppose workers organizing. So we've got uh, monopoly, pushback on monopoly. We've got uh, people who are trying to uh, to undermine union organizing. Boy, we're back in the 1880s, aren't we? <laughs> Call out the Pinkertons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start busting some heads. <laughs> What's, you know, I mean... All you have to do is take a step back in some of these things. Amazon works really hard to try to keep unions, you know, yeah. away. Starbucks yeah. works really hard to keep unions out of out of their right. stores. Right. There's a reason they work so hard yeah. to do that. Right. I mean, you yeah. know, that if there if there was if there was a Anything to like the propaganda they, they spread, they wouldn't be trying so hard. They yeah. say, "Yeah, go ahead, union." It's all about shareholder value. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Starbucks is trying to stop you, or uh, not Starbucks, but uh, Amazon is trying to stop you from peeing too much. I mean, that's a, that's what they're, they're they're worried about. You know, I can't. I I have to say that I I succumb every now and then because I order books that are specialized. You know, ones that you can't just find in a bookstore. Yeah, and so I have to go to the biggest. You know. Yeah. I mean, I recently ordered a book from England and. It, took forever and cost a fortune. Yeah. So, you know, Amazon's got the market. Did, it, did but, it come as a big big pile of shredded paper then when, when you got it? Or? No, no, it was yeah. fine. But I was oh. just about to say that many of the books, I mean, I can't think of a single volume I've ever purchased from Amazon that didn't have some kind of defect in it. You know, the the, the robot got out of control when it grabbed it or yeah. something, you know. And, and But it's just kind of like, well, what's plan B? You know, like, where are you going to get this from otherwise? Yeah. There's, no, there's no plan B yeah. in that, so... It's like it's a monopoly or something. Yeah, so. you'd think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Minnesota, uh, their, their governor, uh, happened a few months ago now, signed a, signed a, a pretty revolutionary bill giving uh, free uh, school lunches, uh, universal free school lunches. Wow. I don't remember the details, but uh, yeah. but uh, everybody was really thrilled. And they had this cute little press conference. They didn't tell him they were going to do this, but they brought in all these kids, and these kids just... Like attacked him and climbed in his lap and stuff, but it, it, it was really, it was really. Thank you, Gabner. Really cute. <laughs> Thank you for the food. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, but uh, but this week, some of the 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 Republican the Republicans in the, the Minnesota legislature are trying mm. to trying to get rid of it. 
Yeah, of course. Because, you know, yeah. these these moochers, they're just yeah. going to get addicted to this yeah. food. <laughs> <laughs> feed, feed them today. We're going to yeah, feed them yeah, again tomorrow. tomorrow yeah, you know? yeah i got to stop right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, literally taking food out of children's mouths. I, mean. I, I wouldn't have been able. I mean, I've said this before, regular listeners now. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten through middle school down in Kentucky if we didn't have free lunches it's 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 such a such an easy thing to do that that pays back so much it's yeah. just it's just a ridiculous you know short-sighted uh, if you want to want to uh, block those types of things because yeah. you know it, it just helps helps the kids so much it helps them grow up into being yeah. you know decent human beings and and uh, and it's it's there's it's it's silly and it doesn't cost yeah. that much. I mean, yeah, right. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm I had a lot of I had a lot of. Uh, uh, in fact, I was telling a friend about this, and she made a concoction for me, uh, a lot of rice and and uh, and scrambled eggs. Yeah. There's a lot of rice and scrambled eggs. Oh, in my, sure, sure. And and you know because that's really cheap food. Yeah, so. But uh, but it, it was funny because I was talking to a friend about this, and she actually made up some rice. <laughs> and, and, like she said, here, this thought we thought Did she put be- a little hair net on. Yeah, there when yeah. She served you? <laughs> yeah. I wish she had. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Lunch lady Doris. <laughs> Well, I think when we were initially growing up, the you know we were close enough to World War II. I think they were giving us a lot of surplus, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the powdered eggs. We used to get things. surplus cheese. I yeah. remember when we oh, were sure. when we were sure. kids. Yeah, yeah there'd be these uh, big the, giant yeah, it was logs C H E E Z. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Quote cheese. <laughs> I remember when I went to college, I had this pair of pants that I'd gotten from a from a uh, they were they were God they were really weird looking, but I had gotten them from a uh, like a charity box at the church and the woman <laughs> the woman who was my girlfriend at the time she just it was like you cannot wear those pants i i liked them I, they were weird looking but i thought you know they had character yeah and uh, and it cost me nothing so you sure. know that was that sure. was the best cost yeah and uh, but God, she was so embarrassed when i would wear those yeah. it's like that's, you know, just that's why people like you and i need a, a partner. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, you can't. You can't wear that. Yeah, out, no, not out that. In public. <laughs> yeah, not that. Whatever you're doing. Did you get that out of the trash? I've, <laughs> I've thrown that away four times. Yeah. <laughs> my my mom used to throw away my dad's underwear <laughs> and he'd fish it back out again. <laughs> I don't know what it was. The oh, I was like bad. old faithful. You know, I was like I don't know. What he, wow. what his deal was? Yeah, he that. was awful. She would argue with him about it too. Like you know, why, why, why? Yeah, that's really bad. It's a new underwear. I've never stooped that low. Yeah, that's just like I don't know. You know, you just become old friends after a while. Yeah. Changing the subject dramatically, uh, please. This is yes. Uh, Indigenous Peoples Day could become an official Dane County holiday. Oh, excellent! This is under a plan that was uh, set for a vote uh, before the county board this month. And uh, since the newest county holiday would give county employees the second Monday of October off and encourage them to use the holiday to celebrate and recognize indigenous people. So uh, uh, Superintendent Rick Rose, who represents the 16th district on the far east side, uh, proposed the new holiday. He said he wanted to explore how the county can honor the area's Native American history and the injustices perpetrated against Native peoples. Very good. Yeah, that'll be great. Supreme Court was actually not too horrible this uh, last week. They, uh, they, 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 they decided on Monday that they would not hear a First Amendment challenge to a law in Washington state 
which bans professional counseling services that are intended to change a minor's gender identity or sexual orientation. So, in other words, the state of Washington says this is not considered uh, accurate, I mean, not considered real therapy, and uh, the, the law pro- prohibits licensed therapists from performing what is called typically conversion therapy, which uh, the state defines as efforts to change behaviors or gender expressions or to eliminate or reduce sexual romantic attractions or feelings toward individuals of the same sex. So it went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court says, nah, the, the lower court ruling, which allowed the law to stand, is, is fine with us. As you might imagine, there were some dissenters, and you can probably guess who they were, Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito. Brett Kavanaugh also descended. So, hmm. Maybe I'm just seeing this more. Maybe I'm just paying attention more. But it, it seems like more and more the First Amendment is getting trotted out for like stuff that is not remotely related to what you yeah. would, you know you know you would associate it with. I mean, it's it's like it, like that. That's yeah. medical medical therapy or non medical therapy, and then how is that a First Amendment issue? Are they expressing their their politics through by experimenting on these kids? I mean, I don't. Quite so well, that's the that's ex- you're exactly that's exactly the point. So um, the origin of the free, the concept of freedom of speech in the 1600s was the idea that people should be able to have religious and or political views that are uh, not shared by the, the dominant yeah. you know, majority. Okay. And you're going to be able to express so yourself. But the problem is that every single effing thing in our society is now either a political <laughs> or a religious issue. So. <laughs> oh, you had orange juice for breakfast? I don't know about you. <laughs> Jesus didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. He never had oranges. Yeah, so. <laughs> I didn't bring the story in, but there was some guy in, in Iowa who chopped down like something like a hundred trees on public land. I, I don't know if he was growing marijuana there or what, but, uh, but uh, so he got arrested for it. And uh, he claimed that under like the, some sort of, you know, proclamation from the king in 1216 that uh, that he had the right to do that <laughs> yeah see that's again that, we have professionals that will figure that out for us we don't he doesn't have to become his own medieval lawyer in order to, order to figure this out Lord God. Uh, so okay so the uh, i don't know if you ever saw the, the the christmas carol the thing with the scrooge and i heard of him bob, yeah with yeah bob cratchit and uh I mostly like the Mr. Magoo version of that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but so Scrooge. Okay, so so Scrooge pays Bob Cratchit fifteen shillings per week in the in That's the story. Correct, yes, and the story was set in the eighteen forties. That's believe. correct. Yes. So, and uh, and uh, because of that that wage, Scrooge is visited by four ghosts because he's so he's so um, um, greedy and stingy. Yep. 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 And. Uh, so if you adjust, adjust those 15 shillings a week for inflation, yeah. today that would be $18.70 an hour. Wow. And in Wisconsin, the minimum wage is $7.25 an <laughs> oh hour. Oh, my gosh. And that's the, that's the federal yeah, minimum right, wage, right, too. Right, right. <laughs> so Bob Cratchit was, <laughs> you know, all the people that showed up to protest the teachers' salaries at the Act Ten, you know, things they'd be saying, "Oh man, that Bob Cratchit, he's got it so easy." <laughs> can, we hate you, elites. <laughs> you Bob elite. Cratchit, elite. 
<laughs> you can afford a new crutch for the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so like two and a half times the, the federal minimum weights. So, so our, our government is essentially Scrooge yeah. in this, in this <laughs> scenario. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Super Scrooge. Super Scrooge. Yeah, like yeah. two and a half Scrooges. Yeah. But... Uh, so in in the story, Scrooge gets freaked out at the end when they sh- his, the the final ghost shows him is his tombstone. Yeah, it's his yeah. His tombstone, but did he yeah. think he's did he think well, he was surprised? Did he think he wasn't ever going to die or what? <laughs> I, I don't I don't quite understand why he was so freaked out. He was unloved, un unmourned. Oh, that oh. was the thing. And and they showed him a lot of things before he showed the tombstone. He was kind of let him off into a weird. Uh, Okay. Because I, th- basically what happens is they he, he has them go down to the stock exchange and everyone's talking about this, uh, how happy they were that this person... I bought Google at two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, everyone's he finds out everyone's overjoyed that he's dead. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. No, so I, there's no one there to I like mourn him. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> They're glad he's dead. He made money off of that for years, by the way. Dickens would go around and do readings from it for money. He had a... a we saw a... Um, Companion, I saw uh, uh, a log of the the visits that he did, the uh, the the performances that he did in the United States in the eighteen uh, sixties. Oh, really? Yeah, he would come over and he would do these. He would go from city to city, all over, uh, you know, the Northeast, and uh, and do dramatic readings. Do his from, greatest hits. It was his greatest hits. It's yeah, like, and people like the would, stones going. Apparently, on he was good at it too. He was good at dramatizing. I mean, and not surprisingly, uh-huh. the his his own writing. Yeah, and people would pay cash money and. They would get freaked out. I mean, that was the thing. Back in the day, when people told stories, that was enough. You didn't need to have, you know, a bunch of other foo going on. Yeah. You used this thing called your imagination. <laughs> huh? It doesn't. Yeah. How does that work? That doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, he would. Is he that would, an app or what? He would, he would scare people and bring them to oh, tears. Nice. And, yeah. yeah, he was very good at it. So Sure. So Yeah, we've changed a lot. You've probably seen the the, the the old Edison silent film with the the cowboy shooting and right in, into the camera. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that scared people like crazy. People were like like screaming. Let's see what do we got here. Oh, Congress uh, passed legislation on Thursday Uh-oh. that directs the government to eventually tell the public at least some of what it knows about UFOs. This uh, this measure was tucked inside of the annual defense policy bill that just uh, <laughs> just got approved, and it tells the uh, National Archives to collect government documents about un- unidentified anomalous phenomena, <laughs> like our last president, technologies of unknown origin, and non-human intelligence. That checks out. Um, president Biden is expected to sign the whole thing into law, so. Uh, any records not official already officially disclosed must be made public within 25 years of their creation. So anything that has to do with UFOs or as they now called UAPs, um, it's a, it's a, apparently a big win for the people that want to find out more about this stuff. So I don't sure what they're going to reveal, but the, that's the fun of it, right? Hmm. Maybe nothing at all. There was some law that all of the, the JFK information was supposed to be released after a certain amount of time, 50 years or 60 years or something. Yeah. And uh, they backed off on that. They've, they've, uh, they've, they've kind of signed something else saying, eh, we're just kidding. Yeah, that was Richard Nixon's yeah. heirs that were <laughs> worried about that. So. 
Nice sweatshirt you got there, Jaguar. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it's so embarrassing when wearing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our wart sweatshirts. <laughs> oh, Jaguar and Clopsy are getting along. Clopsy likes the Jaguar. He doesn't no- normally like humans. But Jaguar uh, smells right. I yeah. think that's probably what it is. Smoke <laughs> 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 he doesn't get any meat in my yeah, house. Yeah, <laughs> smoke prosciutto. That'll do. You don't feed that dog any meat? No, he gets dog food with oh, meat. Oh, okay. I mean, right. But I mean, I don't. Oh, yeah, you, I don't, you don't have cook it. with okay. any meat. Yeah. So like feeding it tofu? I mean, what are you doing <laughs> no, there? <laughs> no, I hate it when people like. I don't know, I'll probably tick some listeners off here, but uh, dogs are carnivores. Yeah, you know? they just so are. I, That's just the I'm way it, it's the way they set it up, Yeah, whoever's in charge. Yeah. So Minnesota's getting closer to having a new flag. Yes, I, I, I saw that. I, I sent you something earlier yeah. today about the- Oh, it, you did today? I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, it was it was a guy from uh, Rochester, Minnesota. He runs a flag store. Okay. And he's been advocating for decades that yes. Minnesota get a better flag. Yes. And, uh, and, and he was- <laughs> Does he have a favorite in the finalists? Um, I'm not sure. I think he's tried to stay. Stay. Uh, he he testified. He brought a bunch of flags to the yeah. the Capitol and showed. He said, "I don't do powerpoints. I th- I just want to bring real flags and show yeah. them what a yeah, re- yeah. real flag looks like." Right. And uh, so I don't know if he has a favorite on these, but uh, but uh, he initially started out using crayons to design new flags. Oh. Which is why I sent it to you because yes. I know you I know you have I done did that. that. Yeah. Yes, I sent a crayon flag to a uh, a a state representative a while ago <laughs> to try to say this is what it should look like and I did get a letter back. I mean, it wasn't like they completely dismissed me, but yeah. they probably thought I was 11 or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your very lovely flag. <laughs> so anyway, so Minnesota's going to get a new flag. Yeah. And, and they're not great, but they're, they're, I suppose they're an improvement over the, you know, chasing the Native American off the land, oh, which, is like, which is what they have now. But, yeah. uh, but South Dakota is thinking of getting a new flag, too. It's in the air. Yeah. Um, they, they say that there's a uh, representative, Reynold Nisba. In, uh, from Sioux Falls mm. was inspired by a, by a constituent suggestion they get a new flag and uh, and so he's uh, introduced a, a proposal or bill or whatever you need to do to, to get a new flag so South Dakota's looking at that too their flag is pretty similar to the you know there, there was like this run of, of boring flags like Wisconsin and Minnesota where you pretty much just slap the state seal on a blue background right and, I think it was the Daughters of the American Revolution that pushed for that right after the First World War. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's one of those spasms of patriotic crazy that basically we we go through every now and then in this country. (laughs) Put a whole bunch of stuff on there and put put the date you were in. Yeah. Well, we didn't used to to have that. Wisconsin, that was their thing uh, back in the early 80s. They revised the flag. And being a legislature filled with lawyers, it's basically a footnote. It's like there's a seal on there, and then they go, Wisconsin, 1848. It's like, okay, you might as well just put an asterisk on it, too, you know, while you're at it. By the way. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Hey, the Vatican said on Tuesday that Catholic families may ask to preserve a minimal part of their ashes of a relative in a place of significance. Oh, really? So they don't have to necessarily put all the ashes in some sacred spaces like a cemetery. These instructions uh, come seven years after the Vatican first issued guidelines uh, to, re- to respond to what they called an unstoppable increase in cremation. Hmm. So the guidelines, the original guidelines, uh, ban the scattering of ashes in the air, on land, at sea, or in some other way. 
and also said they also said the ashes cannot be kept at your home. And uh, so they've they've relaxed the rules now, and they've said that uh, the new instructions allow family to keep a small portion of ashes in a place that has meaning. But of course, being the Vatican, they couldn't stop there. They said they could do it, provided, and here's a direct quote, that every time a pantheistic, naturalistic, or nihilistic misunderstanding is ruled out. So, uh, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I don't. I know how many pantheists, <laughs> naturalists, or nihilists. I don't know what is they're even talking about here. Maybe they're they're still they're still hacked off at the ancient Romans. I think I just you know they have long memories. According to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Uh, bodies of the dead must be treated with respect and charity and faith and hope of the resurrection. And while they permit cremation, that was first permitted in 1963, of course, in ground burial or entombment is preferred. So do they think the bodies are coming back? Is that Yeah, that that's pretty plan? much it. But, you know, here's the thing that always got me about that. God's a smart guy, right? I mean, if if if, if he can... You just take a rib or something. Yeah, you just, you know, a bunch of ashes, reconstruct them, just run it backwards, you yeah. know, like whatever. I mean, what do you need here? I mean... <laughs> The guy's running the universe. <laughs> he created it. You know, like, do Dr. you really believe your own stuff? Right? Not Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. To, like sew you back together. It's alive! It's alive! <laughs> so, uh, for the first time, a fossilized tyrannosaur has been found with stomach contents preserved. Partial remains of two. Oh, what a brisket! Small, <laughs> pretty much, two small dinosaurs were discovered inside the stomach cavity. <laughs> and then inside of those and were a, even smaller dinosaurs. And, yeah. a, and a cob salad. Two smaller dinosaurs. Cob salad. <laughs> New frog species that quacks like a duck is discovered in India. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so if it quacks like a duck, it's, yeah. not, it's not necessarily... It's not necessarily a, a duck. Yeah, so... Here's a uh, study that was done that shows that music can improve mental health. This is according to uh, to major 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 uh, researchers out there. It said that uh, research has shown that adding music therapy to a patient's regular treatment uh, can improve depressive symptoms. Uh, studies also indicate that music therapy can decrease anxiety levels and improve day-to-day functioning in people with depression. Hmm. So. When you're listening to music, you produce dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter that influences the reward centers of the brain. And this is uh, apparently there's a, a, a I did not know this. There's a, an occupation called music therapy, music therapist and uh, and music therapists basically select musics and help uh, patients recover a sense of autonomy and, and purpose uh, by listening to appropriate music. Like Art Paul Schlosser. Yeah, like Art Paul, exactly. I mean, that puts a smile on your face. It sure do. When you listen to that. So, Another thing that can help with depression is spending more time in daylight. Uh, new, And this isn't really you know, surprising, but uh, new analysis uh, of data found that uh, individuals who spend more time in daylight exhibit a lower risk of major depressive disorder or, uh, and also PTSD, psychosis, and self-harm behavior. Uh, greater light exposure during uh, nighttime was associated with increased risk of major depressive disorder, personalized anxiety, PTSD. Um, so the study was published in the Nature Mental Health. So get you know, so get out in the the real the real sun there during the day. So I feel so much better when I get out in the sun, and uh, especially this time of year when the days are like 
four four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was just saying that this morning to companion. It was like seven thirty. It was still dark. And I was like, what? Is, why are we living in this crazy place? <laughs> Head for the equator. <laughs> There's a reason all the people in like the Scandinavian countries kill themselves. They drink mean, so much. They drink so much. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> so. All right, we got uh, got about 45 seconds here. You got anything you want to get on? Or no, just, just um, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Happy solstice coming up. So yeah, yeah. Speaking of the short days. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. It'll start to get a little longer, so yeah, hang got, in there. Go out there and bang the pans. Yeah. And <laughs> Set off some fireworks. Yeah. No human sacrifice, though. No, we're, please, we're, no. We're, we're, we're beyond that. Yeah. So. But if you have a little tiny gun. <laughs> <laughs> Go get an MRI. With it. <laughs> All right, time to declare. <laughs> the weekend. Enjoy your weekend. It's been ridiculously warm. It was 53 yesterday when I was out was wa- really? walking with the dog. Ugh. You did. <laughs> I was inside being depressed. <laughs> See, you should have come out in a walk with Klopsy and me. All right, stick around. It's 2 o'clock. You're listening to WRT 89.9 FM. Madison, Pants, it was great to see you. You too. You too, Klopsy. Klopsy helped us uh, do the show this week. Stick around. The kiosk is next. After that, who cooks for you with Real Jaguar? Bye-bye.